brought to you by InStockTrades.com and PCBService.com. Welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez. And today on the show, we will be, we'll actually be talking about the Ninth Doctor episode, Boomtown, uh, because we were spe- we were scheduled to talk about Love and War, the Seventh Doctor audio adaptation of uh, the Paul Cornell book. But um, unfortunately, my, uh, my the guest host for that episode, we had scheduling conflicts, so uh, we're going to do this one instead, and that one's going to get bumped to next week. Not a big deal. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Well, you know. Um, so we're going to talk about Boomtown, uh, which has uh, very very little uh, background significance, like most <laughs> of the new Who stuff. Um, but I do want to mention uh, that a couple of things. One, that uh, when Rusty Davies originally pitched the show in uh, 2003 to the BBC um, to try and convince them to bring Doctor Who back – he had a pitch document that featured um, featured uh, episode descriptions for every episode uh, in the season, um, except for this one, uh, which this one was just just said that it was going to be uh, a small scale character oriented adventure uh, as a way of uh, saving budget and proving to the BBC that he knows how money works. Um, <laughs> and that you can't have the two-parter that he was planning, uh, the two-part finale that he was planning without having something that's going to save them money. Um, so this was always pitched as a smaller story, uh, but Davies hoped to get, uh, Paul Abbott to write it, who is like the creator of Touching Evil and Linda Green, which are apparently two TV series, uh, out in England. Um, but he was too busy. So Davies decided to write it himself, which, uh, he was originally, he tried to see if they had the budget to do an episode set in Pompeii. So that would had been something that had been rolling around in his head for a long time before he finally got to do it in series four. Um, but instead, uh, during the filming of Aliens of London and World War three, uh, he really liked um, Annette Badland, who played one of the Slovene, uh, specifically Margaret Blaine, and wanted her to come back. So he wrote this story uh, for her, uh, which was originally titled Dining with Monsters. And I wish it was still called that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really cool title. Uh, but it became Boomtown and became sort of like the prologue to the finale in a lot of ways um because that's one of the biggest things that i noticed watching it this time was uh, there's a lot of things in it that are introducing you to the themes that we'd be dealing with in the next episode themes and plot stuff um that i thought i thought that was interesting um so let's uh let's let's talk about it um nick when was the last time you had seen Boomtown? Um, I, you know, I, um, 
minute seconds into the episode, I uh, I kind of quoted Gandalf in Lord of the Rings uh, when he was exploring the mines of Moria, in which I said, "I have no memory of this place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't." I can't say with 100% certainty that I have seen this episode before. Wow. Um, well, me and Doctor Who Season 1 is interesting because um, I, I, I watched it when it aired on like the Sci-Fi channel. But right. I know for a fact I missed a couple of weeks um, just because it wasn't appointment viewing yet. Like I really enjoyed it, but it was like another show that I watched. Right. And like I remember Sci-Fi Channel was always really weird. But, like It's playing now. Or like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you missed last week. So like, I don't really, I can't tell what is my memory and what's my memory of seeing gifts of this on Tumblr. Right. Um, yeah. This was this was a gif heavy episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like, there's this really great shot of Rose like rolling her eyes. Right. And I was like, oh wait, I've seen that before. Or like the shot of them all like at the diner, like like laughing and telling stories. Like I've seen that before. Yeah. But I don't really remember. And I definitely remember the dinner scene. But again, like I don't, you know, so I, I, it was definitely like watching it for the first time. Um, and I was immediately just awash in a wave of Russell T. Davies nostalgia. I know. I, I know. I love, I love this so much. Um, yeah. I really, I, it was just so goofy and charming. And this episode, you know, it, it did, it started to ask, questions about the doctor that we would start to you know we would keep asking going on mm-hmm. going forward and it was really interesting seeing how early new who really you know took a look at this character you know what i mean like we we, we associate that with like 11 you know right we're like oh he's like a god or you know where do you draw the line but no really like russell t davies and eccleston were asking these questions already and oh, yeah. it was it was because it was because it was in response to what had happened before the show you of know. course, yeah, the time war and whatnot. Yeah, um, and what he did to survive. And yeah, but John, what John Hurt had to do, right? <laughs> um, and yeah, so like I, I was really charmed by this episode. I, I love, I love pre pre tenant budget. Um, mm-hmm. I love the goofy alien. I love that. I love the, the dumb looking spaceship. I, I, I think that I, I. It's been a while since I had seen nine. And I don't know. He's just—he's so not doctory. He—he he really kind of there, you really feel a certain weightlessness to his to Eccleston's performance. Like he doesn't feel weighed down by like doctorisms or like what's my quirk, what's my catchphrase, what's my goofy thing that I'm wearing. Although he, what's interesting is uh, he actually like this episode in particular. I got a heavy Eighth Doctor vibe from him. Okay. Um, there were there were moments which I know is a doctor that you're not super familiar with at all. <laughs> sure, um, I think you you probably saw Night of the Doctor and that's it. I I, um, have, I have no business hosting this show, you guys. <laughs> um, so uh, he definitely has an eighth doctor. There's there's an eighth doctor vibe about him, but I don't think that that's. I think that's purely accidental. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think. I mean, if. There was ever a Doctor Who actor that had never seen Doctor Who before and was just playing it blind. It would be Eccleston, I think. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's, um, it's interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> there's a lot of um, there's a lot of Eighth Doctor, uh, which is which is really great considering you know we're just coming off of that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's I think that's really cool. That's something that I noticed this time, and I was like, oh, that's a that's nice for continuity. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I think my problem with Boomtown, because I, I, I love Boomtown. I think it's a phenomenal episode. Um, but I, what, what, I guess not, not my problem, but like, what frustrates me about Boomtown, I guess, is I want I want to love this episode more than I actually do. Like there there are parts of this where I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Like them talking in the in the in the like uh, in the restaurant, like the doctor and and uh, Margaret, like them going on sort of like a little date kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like that's really great. And like how Rose and Mickey go off on their own and have their like relationship problems um that's all really great uh and i and i just i i just love like jack just being a random tardis crew member there he doesn't even do anything (laughs) he just flirts with the doctor like that's about it like twice yeah like twice uh and the doctor flirts back which is fun yeah um that was something uh that you didn't really see from uh from 10 usually 10 shot him down like very quickly yeah nine was just um, kind of like no i'm into it yeah yeah i kind of he's just like oh but i'm worth it like I yeah said, I know. Oh. <laughs> and does that, that um, patented nine smile yeah oh so good um no so i love all the character stuff but like there were moments in this where i would just get like frustrated with how dumb it was like the, <laughs> yeah like the like the stupid surfboard thing like I'm going to I think she says I'm going to surf my way out of here. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's said so deadly seriously and it's not deadly seriously but played for a laugh. Like it's just said like non-ironically. I'm going to surf my way out of here. Yeah, and it's just so weird. And I don't know what tenant saw in that woman, but like I don't she drives me nuts. I think that she's like overdoing it times a thousand. <laughs> um she just like and it's like she's even worse than she was in uh in the first two parter she was in because in the first two parter it was like she had something to prove and then suddenly her coming back uh because her performance was so good it's like she just let loose and it's just like oh let me drip my performance over everyone let me just uh, slobber uh, all over this scene yeah it's just it's just it's a little much um but I, I I like all of the small stuff. I think yeah. If it wasn't if it wasn't for her uh, and the stupid surfboard, um, I think that this would probably be my favorite Ninth Doctor story. Interesting. Honestly. Wow. Yeah, because it's so it's so like everything I want from this era. Yeah, and, it, it's so domestic. Yeah, yeah, and this is just see, nothing beats Series One Rose. Like series. Oh, one. Series One Rose is so cute and like fun oh. and i i don't know I, I i really like her and nine's chemistry yeah there was this really yeah. there was this really great moment where uh, uh, are we going into spoilers i forgot what the rules yeah, are for, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I, forgot, I forgot what the rules are for old episodes um so like rose goes off to find mickey right right mickey's you know gone comes back and the doctor and jack are like tinkering with the tardis and he's like um hey what uh, what's going on and she's like oh i i couldn't find mickey and he's like oh well we'll wait like you want to go find him and Rose is like, no, it's okay. He's moved on. And Nine's like, okay, well, let's keep going. And I was like, wow, that wouldn't have happened with like any other doctor. <laughs> I know he's just so understanding, and he's he's human in a really underrated way. Uh-huh. Like he's like, oh, okay, I can tell you don't want to talk about this, and I respect that. But if you did want to talk about it, we could. Anyway, on to the next adventure. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow, he's not possessive or manipulative or clingy or needy. He's just like an adult man. 
And like it was, he's like the opposite of Mickey. (laughs) Yeah, and it was just it was kind of cool, or kind of the opposite of like the other doctors. Yeah. Um, and it was just it was kind of like, oh, I forgot that that's what you were like. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so good. Um, that that stuff is so good. Yeah, I it's it's he's God, he's such a good doctor. I wish he had lasted just one more season. Yeah. It's 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 oh god, it's such travesty. And it really is. Oh, God. And it's um, it's really it, you know, I I kind of thought about Day of the Doctor a couple times watching this. Um Oh yeah. And I was like, man, like what would it have been like to see you interact with with 10 and 11? Like it would have been really weird cuz it's almost like he's in a different show. A little bit, yeah. Cuz like 11, you know, Matt Smith very much feels like a response to David Tennant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like we're continuing this show. But right. Eccleston just seems to be just, he's doing his own thing. And of course it's because, you know, the show was such a lark in season one, you know? Where right. It's like, let's see if this can work. Like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't an institution again yet. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, a, I, I really like series one because of how experimental it is. Um, because this is the kind of story that Moffat would never ever do. Mm-hmm. Um, he just wouldn't. I guess the closest that that they've come is like, what was that? Uh, the Power of Three, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the closest that they would get to something like this. And even then, it was about how weird it was, right? Like, and it was very surface. It's like the Doctor in a house. Yeah, it's all like it's all like, oh, the Doctor is gonna clean the house. Ha ha! Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just not. <laughs> it, it's it's not this. It's not just like the doctor dealing with his own stuff while his companions dealing with other stuff. And... There's this part in the uh, when he's when he's at the restaurant and he's just like looking at the menu and he's like, "Steak looks good, steak and chips." And you're just like, "Yeah, <laughs> you got yeah, it. you got it, man." Every time I think, every time the doctor mentions eating, I just think of the eleventh hour and how he doesn't like anything. Yeah, <laughs> but Jesus, um, Nine's just like, "Yeah, steak." Yeah, what a weird. What a weird quirk to give the doctor is he doesn't like eating anything. <laughs> <laughs> or that is his taste buds change. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. 12 likes um, apples, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think this is a really, really great story. Like, it's, it's really good. Uh, you know, there's, there's the couple of missteps, like the surfboard and, um, like Margaret, and uh, and and then the the couple times where it like really awkwardly goes into we're setting something up. Oh, bad wolf! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The bad wolf thing is so weird because you use, literally they go from in the same scene they have this big dramatic thing where he's like bad wolf, it's following us everywhere. How can words follow us anywhere or everywhere? And I'm like, oh, Russell T, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? You you couldn't have done better than that. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, I'm very um, I'm really interested to hear what you think especially knowing what we know now like in season like six and seven and whatnot um about the uh the soul of the tardis scene oh i really like that yeah it was really interesting especially you know having you know this being so you know so many years before uh the doctor's wife yeah it's like oh what do you mean in this episode in this episode i thought you were talking about in the finale oh no no. um no in this episode i don't know it really just feels like it's awkwardly setting something up sure um 
again, like it's it's nice because it all pays off in Bad Wolf and Parting of the Ways in a really really great way. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like very clunky here. It's almost like they were afraid to just introduce it in Parting of the Ways. Yeah. It's like, well, we can't yeah. just say that this happens. Like, we have to, we have to, we have to say that it happens before we say that it happens. Yeah, <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's, it's just so weird. I guess it's if it's a Deus Ex Machina, the first time, the second time, it's just a rule. I don't know. It's it, it was it was is interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a weird way to set a thing up. Um, so there's there's a few of those because like with that with that uh, bad wolf scene earlier like they do that and it's very dramatic and then all of a sudden they're like 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 uh, uh, Rose is getting really excited about being able to pronounce uh, you know Raxacora Falopatorius mm-hmm. um, and it's like it's it's the tone is like complete it just completely shifts like mid scene sure, in a yeah. really like off-putting like <laughs> my neck hurts from the whiplash that you just put me through <laughs> it's almost like was that really in the episode or do they just like- yeah yeah it's it, yeah it almost feels like some sort of like weird uh fever dream or something <laughs> bad wolf that <laughs> the bad wolf thing happens keeps falling um yeah i don't know man oh. that surfboard thing wow so. <laughs> yeah you can't get over that no i really can't <laughs> Um, I also- I was like I was on board too. Like hey, I was on, on board. board. Hey, I was I was on board until uh the uh when when like when Jack finds it and he like pulls it out and he's like talking about it and everything and he's like he's like yeah no it puts up a, a force field around you when a when a destruction happens and then it, and then it and I was like oh okay cool um, <laughs> and then it and then and then you ride it like a surfboard <laughs> to safety and I'm like. Okay, I was on board until surfboard happened. That got weird. Um, it's just really silly. I mean, the idea. I almost, I almost wanted her plan. I almost wanted Margaret's plan to work just for that visual. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the only thing that could have made it worse. Is her this the sight of this kind of like plump older like Welsh woman riding a surfboard <laughs> across like the ruins of a charred planet? Oh no. Oh, and like through space, just like with bad green screen, Cackling. you know. Oh man. <sighs> well, at least we didn't get that. She we... got turned into an egg before that happened. And they should bring her back. Tentacle egg. They should. They should. They should. They should. Uh, she should hatch soon because she'd be what? She she'd be seven. Yeah, she'd be seven. I don't think. Uh, I would hope that Moffat would not want to bring back the farting aliens. No. I just really – that whole scene where she's like in the toilet and the late lady's just like, Ooh. oh, we got here just in time. Ooh, far like, too oh, my we. God. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's No, it's really – also um, the scene where um, they're trying to catch her, you know, and it's like, where's Mickey? You're like, oh, Jack. I don't – I was like, man, I really miss him having like a team. Yeah. And I don't mean the – I don't mean the Why Are We Here Brigade, but I mean like a true blue like – team you know and even though it doesn't really happen that much in this episode it was just like man that'd be cool to have like a like a a a gang you know yeah yeah i miss that i really do um that would be i think that would be a really cool way to to have like a female doctor you know Mm -hmm. yeah um is to give her give her a team uh i think that would be a really cool way to to Play with the, the general public into that idea. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. 
I think that'd be really it's cool. The Platonic Best Friend Club. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, yeah. no hanky panky in the TARDIS, and then oh. like we're good. <laughs> um. So. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say about this one. Um, um, I will say this: the suggestiveness of Mickey getting a hotel room for him and with Rose, yeah. And then, but then she's dating um, Garage Girl, and it's, or he's he's dating Garage Girl. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, then wait, what was the hotel about? Like, because you brought that up. Yeah, it's. I think it's Mickey being. I mean, Mickey's an awful person. Like, he really <laughs> is. He's just an awful person. I mean, look, like, like he would rather walk away from the the scene where where Rose is like running around trying to figure out if he's okay. He would rather walk away without saying anything, just so that she stays worried about him. Yeah, like, like that's the kind of monster he is. Like, serves <laughs> her right to worry about me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you are going to cheat on your girlfriend. Yeah, like, like what what you. I don't know, man, because like the the restaurant, you know, it's like there's a few pubs we could hit. Like, cool, this yeah. is a, this is a person in your life that meant a lot to you. You're about to have a talk with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I was like, yeah. oh, we could maybe get a hotel, yeah. And then she's like, yeah, now we can do that. And he's like, oh, cool. It's like, what, what are you gonna do with the hotel? You gonna yeah. you gonna you gonna watch coupling? No, like, what, what, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it was it was so weird. Um, yeah, and I don't know, man. I I feel I feel like the um the actor that plays Mickey. I think he. I've always been a fan of his performance. I just feel like he's written very strangely. Because like I mean, there's no way to deliver the line like "Go ahead, choose a doctor." They're always gonna choose him and not me, never. Like that's a very awful line. It is. Well, but it's also I feel like Russell T Davies is writing Mickey as like a realistic male <laughs> character of that age, just, just like a jerky late twenties like. Yeah, just like like the world owes me and yeah. so do you, like <laughs> all the time, you yeah. know? Like just real whiny. Like <laughs> I know like a thousand guys like Mickey. Yeah. Um so that doesn't really I mean, in a lot of ways like Mickey is like is like the nice guy guy. Yeah, I'm know? a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I was just going to cheat on my girlfriend for you. <laughs> or, or, or it's like, you know, if you if you told me to wait for you forever, I would. And you're like, ah. Uh. Yeah, except he didn't. Except he didn't. He married uh, Martha, <laughs> who's way out of way out of his league. Oh man! Oh boy! That whole moment and when that happened. <laughs> yeah, that was that was very much that was very Harry Potter epilogue of them. Yeah, well, not just that, but it was just like, oh, so uh, the two the two black characters ended up together, huh? Cool. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. <laughs> I literally never saw them together until that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we found each other. <laughs> God, that scene is written so awkwardly. <laughs> Isn't that why you married me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Arc closed. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I guess that's Boomtown. The, why is it called Boomtown? Am I, is, it, is it because of like the town the... was going to go boom? Oh, okay. I was yeah, trying to think, I was that's trying to... why the that's why I hate this title. It's a terrible title. <laughs> It'd be like if like 
death and I love the idea of it call it being called dining with monsters because then it's saying like oh the doctor dining dining with the doctor's dining with with uh, Margaret but like it's also Rose's dining with Mickey who is <laughs> also a monster <laughs> yes just the two sides of of monstrosity oh wonderful it, is Mickey like Mach 1 um I forgot his name Rory no not 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 Rory um Soldier. So, uh, season eight. Oh. What's his name? Danny? Danny, yeah. Like, is... Because, like, Danny seems to just be doing everything correctly that Mickey, like, couldn't do. You know? Like, just... Yeah, I guess that's true. Kind of like, well, okay, well, obviously this, you know, the doctor is a very important part of your life. I'm going to respect that, but... Yeah. You also... Although he's still... He's still... Wants her to not be traveling with him to the point where she has to li- uh, lie to him. Yeah. So there's still that. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be, would it be would it be interesting to have a, a, a significant other that was like super pro your your girlfriend going away for months and years at a time without explanation and like having adventures without you? Like I don't I don't know if there is a character that would be about that. I mean, I think that's the that's the thing ultimately. Um, so it's just whether or not you're going to be whiny about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> stiff upper lip. Yeah. Although it would be fun if it was, like, treated as their job. Yeah. Rather than just, like, a fun thing they go do. It'd be interesting for for there to be a companion to kind of pass the, you know, pass their 20s, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, that's kind of why I've, I've always been of the opinion that, like, Wilfred would have made a great companion. Because, like, here's someone that kind of is very comfortable and they're with their life and kind of is past like the wanderlust phase, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, what am I doing? Like I'm young and I want to make out with people, but like, I don't know, like having a companion that kind of knows where home is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be interesting. I don't know. Like kind of like a best exotic Marigold hotel companion. Well, actually what's funny is, uh, that is a six doctor companion named Evelyn Smythe. Okay. See, this is why I need to, know the show that I'm... yeah well well i mean <laughs> uh, not all doctor who fans would know that because it's like okay. a it's a big finish audio thing oh okay yeah um but she's a really great companion it's basically even smythe is basically like what if professor mcgonagall traveled with the doctor oh that's that's amazing that's exactly what i want yeah that's that's uh that's what um the six doctors companion is like um, like how great would it be if like emilda like emilda staunton was like a companion yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Evil Smythe. Yeah, uh, I mean, because like you would like her. <laughs> I, yeah, I probably would. I mean, and 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 this is way off topic of Boomtown, but like, I feel like the resounding success of series eight, because I mean, I, I, it was like a pretty critical and like commercial success from what I've read. Yeah, it was like their biggest ratings in like two years or something like that. Yeah, and so like, that to me says that the fandom won't. They weren't just watching because Matt Smith. And Karen Gillan are hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they really, there is like a, a, a they, they have a, they have faith in the show as a show, right? And not like something to reblog. So like, I'm I'm I was really pleased to see that because I, I think it shows that the show can take risks, like casting Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, or like right. and I don't know. Like, I'm excited to see where that maybe the show can take a return to like this quaint domestic. RTD. I mean, well, it won't happen until Moffat leaves the show. But right. 
it, I think if if Toby Whithouse is the guy that takes over the show, I think we will get a, a bit more of a return to this. Mm-hmm. Um, less less like epic space adventures and more like small domesticated ones. Yeah, and like and like kind of like speculative, kind of black mirrory questions yeah. were like well what is you know because like the doctor being asked like well where do you draw the line or like you know where are you a murderer are you a god right in a small way not in a like the impossible thing is happening into the impossible machine and the the riddle of time and space you know what i mean right because this is this is asking similar questions to like a good man goes to war and you know edge of whatever you know what i mean but it, it it's almost more powerful in this episode than it has been in other big epic space opera episodes. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, that's, uh, that's something I'd really like the show to get back to. Yeah. I miss it. Um, you know, it's also weird. I, I don't know. Am I, am I crazy or like looking, let's look at it from the opposite direction, right? Okay. It, has there really been a lot of traveling to other planets in Doctor Who? Even um, in the Moffat era. It always seems like, oh, we're going to a space station or we're going to this <laughs> place that looks like an Apple store or we're going the inside to, of a The inside of a Dalek. Yeah, or the inside of a Dalek. Like, I, uh, it's usually like Earth history mm-hmm. or space stuff. Okay, let, let's look at Series 8. Okay. Um... Deep breath. I'm sorry, fans of Boomtown. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is we're running short. They're, they're, not, they're not talking about Boomtown. <laughs> <laughs> we already did. It's, it's over. It's so, done. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have Deep Breath, Dickensian in London. Right. Um, after Into the that, Dalek space. Barely. God. Um, right. <laughs> um, but you know, okay. But we, but we can't fault budget because that they can't help that. Right. Um, okay. So the inside of a Dalek. Then was it? Then was it um, Robin Hood? I think. Okay, so Earth, listen, space station, space station, Earth combo, right? Um, after okay, after that was was that um, the the one where he was a janitor? Mm, I think so. So Earth, let me let me look up. Hold on, I'll okay, here we go. Episodes. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we we, we, we have these. Do it that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's actually do this the right way. Uh, yeah, I just I was like thinking about it, and I was like, man, we don't really go to other planets very often. I mean, when we do, it's like an event because, like, I mean, immediately I think of like Rings of Akaten. That was another planet. That was I don't think I think it was a uh, space station, right? I mean, it was it was off Earth. Well, yeah, but um, okay, because like, are we even okay? Because like, then there was the one with the there was the one. Right, with... So it's so let's see. So it was Deep Breath into the Dalek, Ro- Robot of Sherwood. Listen, Time Heist. That was another planet. That was another planet. Although it was it, it was, was like very reminiscent of Earth. Well, I mean, what can they do? I mean, I mean, they can't go into a planet where it's all Jello, you know? Like, I don't know. They could. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> so then it was Caretaker. Then it was Kill the Moon, which was like a moon base. The moon, our moon, right? Um, I'm on the Orient Express space. Yeah, uh, space and a and a and a thing that is made to look like a thing on Earth. <laughs> um, Flatline Earth in the Forest of the Night Earth, Dark Water Death in Heaven Earth slash Heaven Heaven. <laughs> and then um, you know, and the Last Christmas. Don't look, Santa. That's not what it was called at all. Um, what was it? Last Christmas. Well, yeah, Last Christmas. Don't look, Santa. Don't look, Santa. Uh, don't look, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's kind of what it was about, though. Um, That's true. Earth. Earth, yep. 
I feel like Matt Smith was off planet a lot. Was he? I don't know. I, I mean, he's Time he, of the Doctor was off planet, although mm-hmm. it was a it was a village on another planet made to look like a Christmas what I mean, village. What do you mean? Like freaking like Tatooine is a real place. Tatooine just looks like Africa. Like Hoth just looks like Colorado in the winter. You know what I mean? Like, well, every- see, I don't, I don't think so though. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's enough in those, like enough like world building. Sure, and sure. Whatnot. It just feels it feels like a, a lazy version of world building to me. Of course, yeah. But I mean, I, I kind of I kind of attribute that to it being a show on the BBC. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We went to other planets in the classic Who series. I mean, granted, they were all made of like egg cartons and bubble wrap, and like a but... and like a ladder with a black drape over it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, lots of what rock quarries. Lots, lots of, of lot rock. A lot of Star Trek. Um. Yeah, I don't know. But hey, season season nine. Let's let's dream big. Let's let, let's go off planet somewhere. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That was like the complete opposite of the point of the <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> point of um, Boomtown. But oh well. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's tell small contained stories in bizarre alien words worlds. That would actually be great. I'd love that. Yeah, you where know, it's like, welcome to the planet of Didgeridoo. Like, we separate our men and women. <laughs> Is that okay? Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, oh, God. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the red shells want to marry the blue shells, but that goes against our Bible. Discuss. <laughs> oh, God. It just turns into like Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> yeah, just the sneeches. <laughs> yeah. What, what? What? Oh, was the? Is that the the butter side up and down? Oh, okay. Well, okay, the sneeches were the ones with the stars on their bellies, right? Uh huh. Okay, but then what were the butters? The butter? What were they called? They were. I mean, they're I don't all. Know. I mean, it didn't matter. They're all like weird furry birds. Right. <laughs> I feel like Dr. Seuss had like three things, like three animals. It's true. Like furry humans, furry birds. And like an elephant, <laughs> and then yeah. just regular animals. Yeah, regular animals. Because if you think about it, the cat in the hat is just a furry person. I mean, basically, the Grinch is just a furry person. Yeah. Well, the the Grinch is just a monster. The cat in the hat with but green. Yeah, he's a, he's a green cat in the hat. You know, Doctor <laughs> Seuss really isn't that. I think he's overrated. So <laughs> we're trying to get. And the moral of. A boomtown. Dr. <laughs> Seuss is overrated. I, I can make fake words rhyme with other fake words. <laughs> uh, he did write that one book that was only like 50 words, though. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That was uh, the thing, I guess. Uh, yeah, maybe um, maybe there should be an episode next season where, um, like... <laughs> where, where like Jenna Coleman doesn't think Dr. Seuss exists or something. <laughs> just meet Dr. Seuss. Hello. And he just keeps making it. And we turn. We it turns out that all those words he made up weren't actually made up. They were like the doctor just took him to an alien planet and he learned all this stuff. <laughs> hey, a fish in a bowl that can talk. <clears throat> yeah, this is great. Ah, right, those guys have uh, stars. Those guys have stars on their tummies. <laughs> <laughs> what if they were? What if they fought? <laughs> Turns out that like the one slur is just like the doctor. <laughs> he is the Grinch. Yeah, the doctor is the Grinch. <laughs> oh no. So what's uh so what's next week? 
Uh, next week is hopefully Love and War with, with Michael Nixon. Oh, good. Hopefully. Um, then after that, I've got Terror of the Autons mm-hmm. uh, with Cassandra, which is a third Doctor story. It's the introduction of the Master. Oh. Yeah, the Master's first story. And then I've got um, Lucy Miller Series 3 with Paul Montgomery. Very nice. Yeah. Eighth Doctor and Lucy Miller. That's good. I you I can't wait for you to listen to that. Me too. I still need to watch The Mind Robber. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's a fun one. Yeah. We just watched it. We I, like, yeah, Man, yeah. this is fun. I saw, the, I saw the episode was out. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet because I haven't seen the episode. But Yeah, fair enough. It's really it's really fun. Um all right, well, I guess that's it. You'll be back uh <laughs> like a couple months from now. <laughs> hey, but you never know. Maybe maybe stuff will change. That's true. Um you're scheduled to come back to talk about uh Stolen Earth and Journey's End. Oh good. Yeah, series four finale. Donna Donna Noble. Donna Noble. Doctor Donna. Kind of the end of the uh, the RTD era proper. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Because then it's just like four- yeah, because he because he says goodbye to all of his companions in that episode, and then says goodbye to them again. Yeah, <laughs> in his uh, in the end of time. Yeah, remember when there was just four months of just ten, just crying about his impending death. Yeah, it was just like four months of like. Never mind. And I have a lot of strong opinions about the end of Ten's run. Yeah, it's not great. It's really not great. I that whole specials thing. I don't want to die ever. I don't mind that so much. I like. I thought that was fine. I think. I think the problem, the reason it ends up being dumb, is because him not wanting to die, like, or like the whole like prophecy of him dying. Like mm-hmm. that whole thing ended up being dumb because it was like <laughs> it all culminated <laughs> into like just the stupidest master story. Like <laughs> I can't stop eating. I can't stop eating, so I'm gonna turn everyone into me. <laughs> so I have enough stomachs. What? <laughs> like at least eleven had like a pretty cool like fairy tale legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love I really love Tyra the Doctor. Yeah. I think it's way, way underrated. It, it would it would be like if like the last twelve story was like cut to Sherwood Forest and like like Prince John comes out of the lava and he's like an android. <laughs> oh God, so weird. Have you talked about John Sims Master in a while, like on the show? Mm-mm. I have opinions. Yeah, so do I. Especially now that we've seen Michelle Gomez. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I definitely do too. Um, I think that's something that we're going to cover eventually. Yeah, it hasn't been covered yet, so we'll end up talking about his three parter. <laughs> yeah, um, technical technical three parter. Yeah, technical three parter. Um, that's uh, that'll be coming. I don't know if it'll. Eh, it might happen before the new season starts. It, we, we got time. We got a little bit of time. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it's weird. I just looked at this. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to move some of these around because, like, technically, in the next batch, we're supposed to talk about Turn Left, and I'm like, why would we talk about Turn Left right after talking about Stolen Earth Journeys? <laughs> <laughs> yep. At that point, you're just going backwards. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we're gonna. 
I want to move some of these around, I think. Oh, yeah. No, we got time. <laughs> they, they don't care. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care. They'll download it when it comes out. Uh, that's true. Um. All right. Well, where where can it. we where can we find you, Scott? Um, <laughs> if you have thoughts you want to share on this episode or any of the other things we talked about, find the post of this episode on the doctorscommunity.us and leave a comment. Or you can follow us on Twitter at TDC Podcast, so you'll know the second a new episode hits. Or you can follow our personal accounts. I am at Scott Corelli and Nick is at Nick M Jimenez. And uh, if you like the show, do us a favor, leave us a review on iTunes. Of course, most importantly, be our street team. Tell people that we're still making episodes, even though new episodes aren't airing. Write the Doctor's Companion in Welsh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Name a project after it. Yeah. I just picked them because I like the way it sounded. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Uh, there's a lot of that in Russell T. Davies stuff. It just, yeah. now, now it doesn't make me angry so much as it just makes me laugh. Because like I just picture him just being like, eh, good enough. <laughs> That's, are we good, guys? Are we good? Yeah, it's fine. It's it's his version of timey-wimey. Yeah, it's fine. Vote Saxon. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well, uh, next time, hopefully, love and war. Uh, or we might surprise you with Terror of the Autons. Who knows? Who knows? You never know. You'll find out next week. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye, guys.